Welcome to the EPFL podcast with Anna and Tegla. In weekly 20 minutes episodes, we'll share information and personal experience about a series of subjects, spanning from relationships, health, great women in science, and many more. Sometimes there will be experts joining us and answering your questions. Enjoy this week's episode! Hello everyone and welcome to a new season of the EPFL podcast. This season we will talk about female health. We will have different topics. The first is visits to the gynecologist. Then we have contraceptive and STDs. Also sexual health. And then we will have hopefully an expert here with us. So this first episode is about the gynecologist. We will talk about the first visit, personal experience at all. First of all, why should you go to the gynecologist? You should go for your general health. Visiting the doctor annually is integral for maintaining an overall healthy lifestyle. When you visit your OBGYN, you will not only be checking in on the health of your lady bits, but you will be making sure that everything is running like smoothly. Also, Technically, you should call for the first time around like 13 to 15, mm-hmm. even when you don't have any sexual intercourse. Yeah, that's a big misconception. Yes. For example, in, in my personal experience, my doctor told me that you, know, you should go like when you're like 15 or if you really don't want to, you can go when you have your first sexual experience. Uh, I didn't do that because <laughs> uh, um, I didn't want to tell my parents and so I waited to be 18. Not the best way to do it. It can be embarrassing it to is. tell you want to go yeah, to, the, to gynecologist. the gynecologist. Then they will assume that yeah, you, you did something <laughs> or whatever. Then you should go to the gynecologist for your breast examination because they look for breast lumps, breast changes and any other abnormalities. You should technically examine your breast by yourself each month. Mm-hmm. I know it's really difficult, but if you go to the gynecologist, you can ask ask him. You know, uh, let you know what a healthy lump looks like and uh, what a unusual one would feel like. Then you should be checked by a real doctor every one to three years uh, before your body for your breast examination. They will like uh, I don't know how to spell in English palpite. They will just you know. Look for the bumps with the hands. Then there is also a mammogram that you can do when they feel the lump, you know, to see what it is. Personally, yeah, I never had a mammogram. There are a lot of people that don't like mammograms because of the radiation. You can do your own research. Uh, some say that the radiation is the same as living for six months with, you know, a phone next to you. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't change so much. But if you don't feel great with a mammogram, you can do an ultrasound or an MRA. Personally, I did an ultrasound. They go on your boob and they look, you know, for lumps. But, you know, don't get too scared if they find something. Personally, they found some lumps uh, in my breast with the ultrasound. Uh, and, you know, at first I was really scared. But thankfully, my doctor um, explained that these lumps are made from the hormones that I take with my control and uh, we will check in six months if you know it's bigger because it can get better bigger yes. it's not like a big problem but if it gets bigger you can have asymmetry nothing's wrong with asymmetry uh, it's just that no, you of course 
should go to the breast examination because you never know. But while doing so, don't be scared by any lump because, you know, you can also... There are a lot of lumps that are just hormonal, but you shouldn't take anything lightly. If you feel like there is something wrong with your breast, you should go see your doctor. If you feel that it hurts too much, right at one point, you should also go see your doctor. And that's also why it's so important to check your own breasts every month Mm -hmm. um, at the same time of the cycle, because they change uh, during the menstrual cycle. So uh, do it every month at the same time, more or less, and look for any changes in size or the... Or the texture, yeah. or also your nipples, if they change, change color, color, size. Exactly. Yeah. Also, a side note, I know it's more difficult if you do it on your own, you know, it's like your own body, but uh, what you can do is, once you go to the gynecologist, you can go with your partner, if you have someone, and uh, the gynecologist can show to your partner what to look for. Mm-hmm. So it is a little bit much easier because... You don't feel the same when you're doing your exam on your own and when it's someone else, right? Uh, that's like one thing that you can do. Uh, I know it's, it must be really <laughs> uncomfortable, you know, you, you take your partner to the gynecologist with you, but you know, that's like one thing that you can do. Uh, then you go also to the gynecologist when you're pregnant, right? To just, <laughs> of course, uh, of course, like, right? <laughs> and uh, then there is the pep smear. Uh, which detects any signs of cervical cancer by testing for any precancerous or cancerous cells on the cervix. So yeah, that's like the basic uh, stuff. Why you should go to the gynecologist? You, for one hundred percent, you shouldn't take it you know lightly. You should go see your OBGYN, even if you are not uh, sexually active, since. It is for also for the breast examination and for, like I said, the pep smear is to detect any cervical cancer. It is very important. It's like any part of your body that you have to get checked anyway. Don't take it lightly and, you know, go see your OBGYN. Uh, what I also want to say is if you don't like your first doctor or your doctor that you are with, you can always change it and don't feel pressured to stay at the uh, yes. one uh, you know, a doctor. What I did personally is I asked my uh, friends, family, uh, where they went, and uh, if they liked the doctor, if they would recommend, and blah blah blah. And then uh, I chose one because I felt like that was the best choice, and I'm pretty happy. It's a good doctor. Personally, I went with the male doctor. I know it, for some people it, it is not their thing. And that's completely normal. Yeah, I have a female doctor. Yeah, but with experience of others, uh, they like basically all said that uh, a female doctor isn't as gentle since they went through like a lot, like for example birth or whatever. So they're like, oh, it's, it isn't a bad. <laughs> but like a male doctor would be more gentle since he doesn't know what it feels like and he is more afraid, you know, to do... Uh, something that would hurt you. Still, it doesn't apply to everyone. It's like just personal experience that my friends were like close people that around me had. It depends on where you live. I lived in a post-communistic country, so um, all of the doctors were uh, from the communistic area and they're less emotional. (laughs) So maybe that's why. 
Beverly, I think the best idea is to have reviews of the doctors and ask people where they go. That's an interesting point. Um, I didn't think about that the male being more mm. gentle. But like I understand it's even for me it's a little bit weird <laughs> for like another man, you know, looking yes. down your potato. But uh, <laughs> it's not for everyone and 100% I agree. Yeah, but of course everyone is professional, so... Exactly. Oh. But there, there are some... Um, and that's why I always ask people before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to know if it is from a good doctor or not. Yeah. A big point is that most people, I and mean, I know lots of people which don't go every year, they mm-hmm. just go to the doctor uh, when they feel there's mm-hmm. a problem. I know uh, we are all lazy, we don't really like doctors, yeah. <laughs> it's fine, but mm, it's something so delicate and uh, there are so many things that, that can go wrong. Yes, that could happen. So I definitely think everyone should go once a year mm-hmm. and then if you feel some problems. Yeah, you go when you feel like there is something that's mm-hmm. wrong. And another big point, uh, we said people don't really want to go before they had sexual relationships. But it is really important. It is. And uh, if you go to a gynecologist and you say that you're a virgin, they will do a different type of examination. Yes, it will be external. Exactly. Or Or what you're comfortable with. Also, uh, they will not, you know, do something that you are not comfortable with. And it's, as I said before... It's also, you know, for the uh, breast examination, which is completely external, and it's really important, yes. uh, you know, to check for it. Yeah, because there are people who are not really active when they're young, mm. but the area, the your sexual organs are active, mm. even if you are you not having have. sex. Exactly. So that's really crucial. That's really important, and you shouldn't minimize your doctor appointments especially if you have something running down in your family mm-hmm. yeah um for example for me personally my uh, mother had like benign tumors in her uterus and so that's hereditary and i have to look for it like every time i go so my examination is a little bit different for some people but for example also if you have breast cancer in your family you should definitely go to the doctor uh, every year to check mm-hmm. your breast and do your search yourself. Really put your health above everything else. So now um, we'll talk about uh, our first experience <laughs> at the gynecologist. Um, personally, I had many friends that asked me about my first experience at the gynecologist since I'm a very open person about like all that stuff. And I was a little bit surprised since like most of my friends asked me like, during my studies at FFL, mm-hmm. it's a little bit late. I cannot say anything. I went when I was 18, you know, um, <laughs> not the best. Uh, but you should go technically a little bit before, even though you're not sexual active, as we said before. Yeah, I'm 15. I think it's a yeah. good age. And I understand it may be very difficult with your parents. In Switzerland, mm-hmm. um, I think, I don't want to say something wrong, but 16 or 14 
think it's 16, is the age where you don't have to tell your, your parents, parents if you go mm-hmm. to the doctor and what you do at the doctor. Yeah, I think it's the same for, yeah, in Czech Republic also after, after, mm-hmm. after, after 16. Um, personally, I didn't want to go to the public <laughs> colleges, so uh, I needed yeah, money I for the private one. Yes. Uh, it's something like, I think, so intimate and, um, you know, didn't want, I really wanted the best doctor as I could have because it's something I wanted to be comfortable with. So I opted with that option. It isn't as uh, expensive as you can think. I pay, disclaimer, uh, I am from a country where everything is cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pay 60 francs for a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I can go as many times as I want to the gynecologist. Uh, so really that's... No, yeah, uh, my good. chance. <laughs> uh, because also, like, part of my insurance covers that. But you know, you pay a little bit more since it is a private uh, uh, cabinet. And yeah, I thought about telling you guys the first experience because it may help some of you. And since it is so awkward, <laughs> let's say I will not lie, it is awkward, <laughs> but it's like a tolerable awkward. Um, yeah, it's like a when you do a bikini wax, awkward. I never did that because I, was, <laughs> I thought that it was so awkward. And I, I did that multiple times. Oh, really? It's okay. just as awkward as the gynecologist. But there's a plus for the pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So I think for me, like the most awkward moment is just when they tell you to um to, to undress. <laughs> From the waist down, uh, I don't know. I just it feels so weird because you're just in a t-shirt and then like you're naked under it, and um, <laughs> and then you're just like staying and you don't really know where to go and you know blah blah. blah. And my doctor was like really nice. Uh, he gave me like a designed place where I could undress myself, and he said that when you are ready, you go and sit in the chair. The chair. The chair. <laughs> Uh, the chair, uh, I don't know, maybe you saw like movies, I know that is in France, uh, when Rachel goes to the gynecologist, uh, she has her legs like up on like some steel uh, yes, things that hold your, yeah, they hold your um, well, legs up and then you just like with your pachinche, that's open, whatever, <laughs> so weird. And uh, then uh, the doctor just, you know, checks for everything. Uh, then there is the, the pep smear, or where it's like, a, oh, it's really awkward, but uh, it's like a long cute. <laughs> and they, they go and like take, you know, uh, some um, samples. samples to check for everything, if everything is all right. Also, they check uh, for STDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, my gynecologist personally always, when I go there, always checks for STDs, uh, even when you're in a relationship, since he said that we cannot trust anyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it is a better way to do that. So I'm really glad. So I have that uh, all the time. And there are also other bacteria mm-hmm. and some exact and also you can get some stuff like from public toilets so oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about that and pools and all yeah. of that and exactly uh while talking about that uh if you have like a good sexual life and you know you change partners and stuff like that you should always check because you know you never mm-hmm. know 
uh, content can break. At that point, you should always use protection because STDs are fun. So your doctor should make it as comfortable as you can, mm-hmm. right? Uh, as I said, it's very awkward. You know, you will still feel a little bit awkward. I feel it doesn't go away. But um, it's really also fast. I, I think yeah, it's not it's, that you have to stay there for, for half an hour. Time. Yeah, it's really like fast. You go in, you go out. Yes. Uh, for me, for example, it is a little bit longer since I have to get an ultrasound mm-hmm. that check if I have any benign tumors in the uterus. I think for people that don't have history, get those like every few years, whatever, mm-hmm. have to get that uh, a year. It's like a dildo that just goes in. <laughs> a sound, whatever, I know. <laughs> but uh, really don't worry. Like I want you to go because it's important. Your health is important. You have to get things checked. That's just how it goes. You Technically, you should go like every year or every two years to your general doctor to see like every other part of your health. So why wouldn't you do it with your female health? It is as important as any other part. Yeah, for sure. Another really important point why to go to the gynecologist is, I mean, even before you had sexual relationships, Mm -hmm. is for endometriosis. I think it's something which we are hearing more and more often. Mm -hmm. And it's basically endometriosis, which is disorder which your endometrium, which is the the lining of your uterus, it grows outside of your uterus, so creating cysts, and it can be really painful. And oftentimes, when we have our menstruations, we feel a really, really bad, really bad cramps, mm. and some people really think it's normal. But if your cramps are too much and you also you also throw up or you feel nausea no, no, nauseous nauseous <laughs> you also feel nauseous then you you can definitely check it out mm. uh, there are so many women who didn't have the chance to be diagnosed mm. and they had these horrible pains yeah for all their lives and I mean some cases I think can be um, the pain can be reduced mm. it's good to check on that point if like a lot of pain during the periods or anything you should go see a gynecologist because it isn't normal all the time he's there to help you to go through the process mm-hmm. my experience was pretty much the same as you wanna <laughs> it was a uh, really awkward um, the first times I didn't really know what to do mm. and then when she asked me if I was sexually active <laughs> um, well I wanted to say yes but I only had experiences with a girl and it, it was so embarrassing like I had to say well yeah. yes but actually yes I mean <laughs> It's a yes, but I know that a lot of doctors don't recognize that as uh, real mm. sex. So it, definitely that's another thing which um, you must be really uh, cautious 
and if you don't feel good, if some doctors uh, tell you to return when you have quote mm -hmm. the real penetrative sex, yeah. then you can definitely look for someone who is better, <laughs> who will give you the treatment that you deserve. deserve. Yeah, like you said before, it's really like about anything. Even if you're a virgin, it is important to go. So. I don't get why these people, you know, say, like, real... Yes. Should <laughs> Like, your uh, reproductive system is there and it doesn't take a penis to mm. wake it up. Exactly. So, you know... <laughs> so, that's it. Uh, that's That could be a real problem for women in the LGBT mm. community. For sure. I hope you liked, you know, our stories. Uh, it was a little bit embarrassing, but, you know, if it helps you, we are glad. And that's the, um, you know, thing that we wanted to do. Yeah, it's really important. And thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you liked it. And don't hesitate to contact us if you have any remarks or suggestions for our next episodes. As always, don't be mean. Yes, please. Goodbye. Goodbye.